The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The text for this podcast is the book of Exodus chapter 13, verse 15 to 18. And it came to pass when Pharaoh would hardly let us go, that the Lord slew all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beast. Therefore I sacrifice to the Lord all that openeth the matrix, being males, but all the firstborn of my children I redeem. And it shall be for a token upon thine hand, and for frontlets between thine eyes, for by strength of hand the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, Lest peradventure the people repent when they see war, and they return to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. Join me. As I pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And Lord, I pray for inspiration of the sound of my voice and the illumination of the heart of the listeners of this podcast. And Father, I pray that as your word comfort, may it bring freedom to those who are struggling with one thing or the other, and for them to understand that you are still in charge, leading by the pillar of cloud in the daytime and the pillar of fire at the night time. Thank you, Lord, because as always, you hear and you answer prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our King. Amen. The title of this podcast is Long Walk to Freedom. Long Walk to Freedom. For 50 years, black South African people endured status of third-class citizenship, as other groups like the Indian descent were less oppressed and considered superior 
to blacks at that time in their own land until the agitation that brought Mr. Nelson Mandela to the fore came to a head. However, unknown to Mr. Mandela, the walk to freedom was going to be a long exercise. It was going to cost him some 27 years of his life before he and his people would reach their freedom in their homeland. By this time, Mr. Mandela had reached his third age. The question is this, couldn't they have received their freedom earlier and through other non-violence means? What difference would that have made to the people of South Africa as a whole? Your guess is as good as mine. At the beginning of the struggle, Mr. Mandela and his co-travelers were aggressive in their approach with little diplomacy. However, with the passage of time and imprisonment on Robin Island, South Africa, and as he and others were forced to break back-breaking rocks into pieces in the quarry of the prison, his emotive inner aggression were breaking too. This process began to mold and restructure, remake and realign his character. The character that would become the envy and an icon of moral superiority on the world stage. These restructured personalities won Mr. Mandela a joint Nobel Peace Prize in 1993, along with former South African President Day Clark for the peaceful cessation of the apartheid regime in their country. The story of Mr. Mandela conquering his challenges resulted in a bestseller, The Long Walk to Freedom. Of this book, a celebrated news magazine, The Times, said, it is humane, dignified, and magnificently unembittered. Wow. This commendation is apt for an indefatigable personality as Mr. Mandela. Our key text today is not exactly different from the story of the South African people, albeit in different contexts. The children of Israel were in Egypt for around 430 years that's Exodus chapter 12, verse 40 to 41. Then God sent Moses after many years of self-imposed exile to rescue, uh, deliver, and guide them to the land which was promised them. Exodus chapter uh, 3, verse 78 says, Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites now live. However, the crux of this 
narrative is the fact that the journey that should have taken them 11 days took them 40 years through the wilderness and that wilderness experience was their college of hard knocks that was to mold and restructure, remake and realign their characters so that they can learn the act of discipline and total dependency on their God. God aptly demonstrated this by his providence of meat and that's in Exodus chapter 16 verse 13. Angelic food, Exodus chapter 16 verse 1 to 36, and water from the rock when they are thirsty. Exodus chapter 17 verse 1 to 7. For the angelic food, verse 31 said, The people of Israel called the bread manna. It was white like a coriander seed and tasted like wafer made with honey. In spite of their obstinacy, God continued to navigate them without Google. Exodus chapter 13 verse 21 informs that by day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or by night. God is so wonderful that he make provision for his children. And on this occasion, God uh, made them to understand that they are pilgrims and they could move at any time. My friend, when you are a child of God, when you are in the mission or in the plan of God, you have got to be ready because God provides you the direction at his own time, whether in the daytime or in the nighttime. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, I feel I have totally lost my way in the wilderness of this life by the thoughts that run through my ever inquisitive mind and the things that I do. However, if you feel like this, I want to let you know today that you are not alone in your struggle as one of the foremost followers of Jesus Christ once felt trapped too. In Romans chapter 7 verse 24, the Apostle Paul cried out in agony, Oh, what a miserable person I am! Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? The good news is this, that you and I can be comforted in the knowledge that God is interested in guiding us through our day and our nights. No matter how bright and blinding or how dark and terrifying they may appear. Dear brothers and sisters, you may be on your walk to freedom today and your walk seems long or even longer than necessary. But remember this, the length of the journey you are on is a necessary element designed to shape and to keep you in shape for the fight that must lead you to victory. 
not as defined by the system of this world or as determined by your own instinct and philosophy, but as designed and orchestrated by God who sets you on this journey in the first instance. The problem is that we often use the experience of other people as our barometer, but by so doing, we forget that everyone and every nation are created differently. This is why we must fix our eyes on the ball, constantly looking unto Jesus Christ. As the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, the author and the finisher of our faith. That means that Jesus Christ must be our anchor in time of trouble, in good time, on mountaintop, and in the valley. Jesus must be the focus of our Christianity. Jesus must be the focus of the life we live. I would like to also draw your attention to this simple truth. The process of any journey is as important as the intended destination. And this is why it is of utmost importance uh, to pay particular attention to unfolding events as you journey along, especially the journey of this life, as our attitude will determine our altitude and advancement in life and in our relationship with Jesus Christ, in our relationship with other people around us. We must take care. I have heard some people say, why are people talking about me? Why should they be concerned about, about me? It's my life. I do what I want to do. My friend, nobody is created to live in a vacuum. We are member of the human family and whatever we do will impact on the other human person. This is why we must continue to recognize this fact that whatever happens around us is important as well. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. The law of geometry and navigation demonstrates that the shortest distance between two opposite points is a straight line. However, that was not the case for the Jewish people on their long walk to freedom from slavery in Egypt. There has been many writings and sermons on the reasons for the merry-go-round experienced by the Jewish people. But the point of this podcast today is to bring to the front burner one of the key reasons why they had to spend four decades navigating a supposedly 11 days journey. Yes, they were stubborn people. And stiff neck too? Yes, they made a vocation out of complaint. And yes, they sinned against God, worshipping idols. But there is also a divine reason for the delay. 
And that is why when you are in a process of anything, my friends, do not worry so much about the delay because the hand of God might be involved in it. Now let us consider Exodus chapter 13 verse 17 to 18 of our key text today. It categorically states when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So, God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt ready for battle. Here is what this means. The Jewish people needed some training on dependence defense. They have not been schooled in the act of warfare as was the norms of people around them. God does not want them to change their mind should they encounter trouble as they travel. Remember earlier the 12 secret agents sent out on covert operation for 40 days uh, 10 declared that they are incapable of fighting the occupants of the land and were therefore determined to remain where they were instead of attempting to challenge the giants of the figment of their imagination until Joshua and Caleb tried to steal the people and gave them confidence without success. And this is in Numbers chapter 13, verse 25 to 33. We later learned in Numbers chapter 32, verse 11 to 13, that even though the particular land had been promised to the Israelite, beginning with Abraham, then to Isaac and to Jacob after him, the whole generation that left Egypt when they were 20 years or older would have to die, wandering aimlessly in the desert before God would allow the community to enter the great land. Only Caleb the Kenizzite, uh, Jephunneh's son, and Joshua Nun's son, out of the generation would be allowed to enjoy settlement there because they followed him completely. Now we have a lesson here. The lesson from this passage of the scripture is a lesson of dedication, a lesson of concentration, a lesson of focus in all that we do. Because the fact that we believe that we are children of God does not mean that we cannot be put out of the kingdom of God. For example, you can be a member of a family, but you decide to be the black sheep of the family. The family didn't put you out, but you are the one who did that to yourself. But if you are dedicated and unfocused on your God, the one who called you, surely, you will see the new land, the promised land. Is there anything that God has promised you that you're still waiting for? Do you feel you're wandering like these people in the wilderness? I tell you now, you have the key. Dedication, believing, trusting in the one who called you. 
This was because all of this that happened to them was because God was angry at their cowardice and cyclical life of sin. But that needs to be broken. If you have to see any fruit with your relationship with God, you could possibly be facing your own giants or your imagination right now, or you have decided already to remain where you are at right now because of the fear of defeat. But you must rise up like Joshua and like Caleb to the occasion because you are a very, very special individual in the center of the plan of God. Take a mirror and look at yourself. And with God guiding you all the way, you should be all right, my friend. But only if you place your total confidence in your God, he will surely see you through. You may also be wondering why others you know do not have to be tested in this way. I have wondered the same way too. I have to pray for everything that I have. I have to pray and struggle for every step I take. But my friend, you are special, so special to God. And so God is dealing with you in a special way, in a unique way. The last thing he wants for you is for you to be free from one prison of Egypt only to be incarcerated again in the prison of the desert of your own lack of faith in his process. You don't need that, brothers and sisters. God could have taken and guided uh, them through the road across the Philistine country that was shorter, but no, he didn't. In the same way, your long walk to your freedom could have been shorter than this, but no, there is also a reason for that. And that reason is to build your confidence in him first, as there are or would be many unsolicited battles ahead to be fought. The journey from Egypt to Canaan for the people's walk to freedom was prolonged from 11 day journey to 40 years because of their mindset and God who created them knows that. God understand they were people saturated with negative vibes and that they are a people who don't dream of freedom, never really wanted it, or are prepared to engage with the process of acquiring it. My dear brothers and sisters, are you able to mirror yourself in the story? Some of us are like that. The key to altering your outcome in the desert from 40 years to 11 days is in the Bible. And that will be your attitude towards God. By that, I mean that you did not just turn up from somewhere by the principle of evolution, as popular science suggests, but that you are very special, but that you are important. As the writer of Psalm 139 puts it, he said, Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. 
your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. And if God took out time to create you in such a delicate and wonderful way, then he must surely have vested interest in you and in all that you do on this side of eternity and even to the other side too. The last verse of our key text today, verse 18 of Exodus chapter 13, says this. So God led the people on the wilderness uh, road looping around to the Red Sea. The Israelites left Egypt in military formation. In spite of their fear and lack of experience in fighting, the Lord was leading them like an army commander as they continued in their boot camp around the Red Sea. Here, they learned the principle of being pilgrims and to be a people with a mission or a people on a mission. Their destination was Canaan land. It was their own long walk to freedom. However, it is a pity that most of them did not get into the land of Canaan, not even Moses himself. When I started this particular podcast, I began with the intriguing story of a remarkable man, Mr. Nelson Mandela. For Mandela, it was a journey of purpose, a journey that would culminate into his freedom, not only his own freedom, but also that of his people, and indeed the emancipation of the entire South Africa. And this is why I find his story inspiring. Although the South African struggle for freedom spanned 50 years, Mr. Mandela's 27 years imprisonment on Robin Island prepared him for his time as president of South Africa for five years. For the children of Israel, the journey to freedom from Egypt was as important as the destination. But unlike Mandela, most of them missed the destination because of lack of perseverance to reach their goal. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what your personal walk to freedom is like today as I speak. Maybe you have been struggling with something, but I want to let you know today that if you keep your eyes on the direction of travel, you will see the presence of God in the pillar of cloud by the day and in a pillar of fire by the night so that you could travel by day or by night. And that's in Exodus chapter 13 verse 21. Under every circumstances you could travel. So no matter what is it that is holding you today, what is it that is holding you back in your desert, you need to know today that the Lord is aware you are in that place. This knowledge should be of a great comfort to you today. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come to you again because I know that you are always there to hear the prayer of your people. 
And Father, I have brought your word to your people wherever they may be across the world, in the United States, in the United Kingdom, in Africa, in Nigeria, in India, in Russia, and everywhere that this podcast is reaching. I pray for my brothers and sisters out there that you will reach out to them no matter their circumstances. And for those who may be listening to this podcast by by chance and have not known Jesus yet, Father, I call upon your name, O God, to make yourself known to them, O God. You know how to do this, Lord. You've done that before, sending, O God, your servant Philip into the desert to meet the Ethiopian eunuch. You can do it again. Thank you, King of Glory, because I know that you love us so much love us enough to give the life of Jesus Christ to us. Thank you, King of Glory. And I seal this prayer now in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times I didn't know But in every situation God gave me blessed consolation He only gave me trials To make me strong Through it all Through it all Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.